You're listening to the Early Edition Podcast with Kate Hawksby from Newstalk ZB. The government's being urged to continue investing in policies to lift children out of poverty. Figures show the number of children facing material hardship and living on the poverty line has barely changed in the last year. Save the Children Advocacy Director Jackie Sarthi joins me now. Morning to you, Jackie. Kia ora, Kate. COVID's often been blamed for the numbers, but the child poverty stats have actually been dire for before even that. What, what's the main driver of it all, do you think? Well, clearly what we can see is that the low incomes are not sustainable to cover the cost of living. Housing is a real issue when it comes to high cost of living. And when most of an income is eaten up by high housing costs, it means there's very little money to spend on the other essentials that families need. Right. So you want the government to invest more. How how do they do that? Well, there have been some really good... um, steps to lift the lowest incomes and also through targeted support like effective policies such as healthy food in schools. So payments for uh, families with newborns or infants, the best start payment, really help put money into families when at a time when they're challenged to be able to work because caring for children is in fact, very important work. The other place where we'd like to see movement is in the disability child allowance. This has barely moved over many years now. And the reality, again, is parents are needing to look after children with disabilities. That is the most important work they can be doing, and it reduces their ability to be out of the home seeking paid work. Clearly, we're not doing enough to support our disabled whanau when they are three times more likely to be living in poverty than any other than other children. I couldn't agree with you more on that fact, and that's woeful on part of the uh, you know governments to have not sorted that out. The benefit increases coming in on the first of April, though, will that make a tangible difference in you know many places? It will make some difference, and unfortunately, it's yet another incremental change. Uh, it's important we keep to having these lifts. One off is never going to fix it, but it is really concerning when that is offset by uh, reporting this week that the median rent price has reached over $600 a week. So again, the cost of housing is really eating into available incomes and that is an area that we need to sort out if we really want to see a shift in levels of poverty. Yeah, because the stats essentially miss those living at the hardest end of poverty, of course, because they don't include families living in emergency accommodation. So I imagine the real picture is even worse. Do you you feel like the government hears you on all this or, or does it fall on deaf ears? Well, I do think that there, there has been a response. We did, as part of our um, submissions, we, we on the budget policy statement, we urged the government to not uh, sacrifice the, the um, lowest income families in order to make um, savings for other spending. So we, and we did see some lifts for those uh, families coming in on the 1st of April. So there is some listening, but we really want to see um, those figures pick up. We'd really like to see uh, all families in emergency accommodation included in these figures. MSD know who these families are, so Stats New Zealand can reach them. And we'd like to see uh, greater support for families under five, because we've seen in the research that we've done that children under five are fearing worse than older children. And again, we think it's directly related to that lower ability to have uh, earnings outside the home. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.